Tatas. 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 Welcome to Fart House, where we watch the artsiest, fartsiest films so that you can pretend that you did. I am your host, Casey O'Brien, and I'm joined by my friend, uh, the Texas dude, the little dude, the blonde dude, the peanut dude. <laughs> so, call him what you want. Patrick Mallon. How you doing, Patrick? I'm doing good, Case. Um, wow. By the time this airs, a lot will have happened, presumably, yeah. right? So by the time this, by the time folks are hearing this, will you be done shooting your short, or will you be? Yes. Okay. So you are yes. shooting soon. Next week. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Very soon. Excellent. And uh, I'm anxious but excited. Everything's kind of in place. You know, I think my biggest concern is that someone's going to come down with COVID. Yeah, I know. It's disrupting a lot of a lot of things. Because if that happens, there is no backup plan, and it just won't happen. Have you or Trisha got it at all, as far as you know? No. That's pretty impressive. I feel like even, yeah. like, it's it's coming for everyone right now. Ever, let's, like... Don't say that. Well, yeah, sorry. That scares me, Patrick. <laughs> out there but, raging. A lot going on, which is the reason why we released an old episode last week, mm-hmm. because we just simply didn't have the time. Yeah. And by we, I mean me. Well, I got a lot going shit happening. I got... I'm not saying that you don't, but I'm just saying the reason we didn't release an, a new episode last week was because of me. Yeah. It's my fault. True, true, true. So, um, Yeah, and I guess by the time this airs, it'll be old news that I just arrived back in Austin from a long road trip. Um, yes, and you did this road trip to carry some half bottles of alcohol and DVDs. Is that correct? I didn't bring back any um, DVDs or Blu-rays, but I brought, brought back... Um, my fine rum collection, mm. some of my most prized whiskeys, um, sure, and a couple other odds and ends, some some artwork, things like that. Um, cool. It was a it was a it's a long drive. I mean, it's it's like nineteen twenty hours, and um, yeah, it was very frustrating on uh, the second day. It's a two day journey. On the second day, it was going through middle of nowhere, West Texas, and uh, the speed limit was eighty, and I got a ticket going eighty nine miles per hour oh that's a shame and i was seething like my rage could not be i was so angry like i was just like i've seen you get mad at car related catastrophes before (laughs) i feel like i have minivan rental awful luck and of course i i i hold responsibility for much of it but i do feel that i have like there is this cosmic misfortune that has you know that is associated with me in cars. I feel like it's not I, just me. There's something. There's something greater in the cosmos that is leading me down a destructive path with cars. I think it's because you're out and about more than normal people, <laughs> and when you're out and about more than normal people, bad things happen. That's just that. That is the price <laughs> yeah, you maybe pay. You're right. I actually, I guess, considering the number of miles I've driven is probably substantially more than your average um, yeah. commuter. Um, Probably not in trucker territory, but I drive. I've driven a lot of miles. I'm, yeah. I mean, you know, I love you to catalog know. my life. One thing that I really wish I had cataloged over the years was the amount of miles I've driven every year. Well, what we always said about you, Patrick, is that you're road hard and put away wet. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who's who's so those we are some hard miles. Who else is saying? Oh, the we, the collective we. <laughs> you know, um. Patrick, you know, my cousin, my cousin, my uncle Craig, I bet he drives all over the country just like a madman and because he, he's delivering art places. Okay. And, it's not uh, like aimless. It's not like he just starts going. No. And, okay. But he can, 
he can drive like nobody's business. And he said he never gets speeding tickets. And he'll be going like 100 miles an hour. He says he's got the gift. Yeah, he'll that's always... fortune favors the bold, I guess. And I'm the timid. He said, <laughs> he said he always, when they pull up, he always has, he takes his sunglasses off and he has his license and registration in his hand and he's very polite and he never gets a ticket. That's exactly what I did. I was very polite. License, insurance, registration, all set to go. Pulled over promptly, was pleasant. I guarantee you it's because I had California plates. I guarantee you. Really? Casey, you don't we think are he was like as a species. Californians oh, are absolutely despised. Loathed. What, you do, what if you're like, why did I get a ticket? And he's like, you know why? Because I don't like your face. <laughs> I, did, I did ask him. I was like, um... I was like, okay, how fast was I going? He's like, 89. Okay, I was like, what? The speed limit's 80, right? Like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I just noticed, like, the speed of traffic was going fast. Like, what do you suggest? Like, should I go, like, 85? He's like, you should be going 80. It's like, okay, well, everyone's going substantially faster than that. So, Ugh. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I was so He didn't mad. like that. Bad. No, it didn't work out. Oh. I was hoping he would say, like. Was Leah in the car with you at this time? She was in the car. I was kind of hoping she would flex a little bit more attorney muscle. Um, oh, you thought she would save you? I kind of, I kind of thought that that there would be some kind of like attorney cop showdown. Yeah. Um, but Leah was great. She helped me I, as I was so like blinded by rage, I couldn't even really understand the ticket that I was being given. <laughs> so she. <laughs> God, Patrick. Figured out. But she did promise that if COVID protocols are still in place for court appearances, that she will represent me because I will be contesting this ticket. And oh, yeah, wow. I'll be contesting okay. it. And even if I have to pay the fine, I don't give a fuck. I'll waste time. I will, wow. I will waste their day. I will make that cop show up on either in person or over Zoom. I want to ruin his day. And I want to ruin the See, judge's day. See, I would day. just be like forget no, this no this is i'm still ang- i'm getting angry again we need to, what, what's yeah. new with you well, tell me something new with you i'm a healthy person i know how to <laughs> handle things in a healthy manner no we already we already did what's new with oh me, yeah we Patrick. talked about your buying- we talked about your film shoot but is that i guess that's all consuming huh that's all that's happening with me. okay it's all consuming is there yes. are there any other actors aside from wait can i announce that luce is your luce is the lead okay our leading lady is there anyone else in this particular vignette this particular short film Olivia Oreskovich, a.k.a. my second cousin, mm, is in it. Any relation to Olivia Rodrigo? Uh, I don't think so, because Olivia Rodrigo is not related to me. Mm. So, mm. And people are you're not usually related by their first names. Might be worth doing an Ancestors.com. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll look into that. <laughs> Patrick, let's move on from this nonsense, <laughs> uh, from your road rage, from everything else. Do we have any patrons to shout out today? Yes, we have a spectacular... Uh, see, a, a while back, you wanted me to start asking the question, kiss upon the brow, or what was the, what was the other option? Just a regular I thank you. I edited this out of the episode. I didn't even leave oh, it in the episode. Oh, you didn't even leave it in? So oh, people well, don't leave, even know you're So it. people can wonder okay. about what you, <laughs> what you cut out. Uh, but this episode, or this, this week's sponsor, and mm-hmm. forgive me if I mispronounce this, but is Eero... Senyo, Euro Senyo, from Pori, okay. Finland. Finland? Wow. Yeah. Is this our second Finnish fan? No, I think this is our first Finnish fan. Let's see. No, oh, we okay. had one from Norway. We had we had Evan from Norway. Wow. Yeah. How exciting. Which was the Minnesota Wait, of is Europe. this person on the Discord? Yeah, Euro's, Euro's on the di- Discord. 
Oh, that's yeah. So that's who I was thinking yeah, of. He's awesome uh, on the Discord. What's his name on the Discord? I'm I'm blanking right uh, now. His name on the Discord is Audio Interface. Yes, Audio Interface, a great. Uh, and he was at our live screen. Yeah, and he was Thank at the you, live sir. stream. Yeah, he's an incredible You're supporter of the show, and I feel so thankful incredible. that he listens. Uh, he uh, he listens to us all the time, every week. He's very engaged I love listener that. and a very engaged member of our community. So. Uh, we're very thankful to Euro, and hopefully, Euro, we're pronouncing your name correctly. We're just two dumb idiots from United States. We will, we will register a correction if you tell us on the Discord. Yes, yeah. Let us know oh. when, as soon as you hear this. Let us know uh, how we did, and please spare no fury. Um, if we if we yeah. were awful, let us. You can know. be angry. Yeah. Also, if we do a live show in Helsinki, we'll comp your yeah. tickets. <laughs> That's a guarantee right now. Yeah, uh, can you imagine? Uh, I, that would be fantastic. That would be great. I would hope he would come. Yeah, I would hope so too. What's his favorite movie? What's his favorite art house movie? Julian Donkey Boy. Whoa! Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I liked that movie when it when I saw Me it. Me too. Really, really enjoyed Obsessed it. Obsessed, even. And I haven't seen. I've seen it probably twice. The last time I saw it was probably probably around 2011. So at least 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's probably me too. Um, me too. Probably me too. I'm going to give it an 8.9. Really? I'm giving it a 9.2. 9.2. Yeah. It's upsetting, disturbing, odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of it's kind of uh, ugly to look the, at, too. I mean, it's ugly. that's part of its appeal, but it's ugly to look at. Dogma 95. Is that what the number is? Dogma 95? Mm-hmm. Is that a conscious yeah. Harmony Korean? Yeah. Do that it, has the, it has the emblazoned with the label at the top of the... The movie. Oh, it does. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it's certified. Okay, cool. It's certified. (laughs) You remember when we used to call, maybe this isn't appropriate, but when we were dating more and we'd ask about people's dates. I don't know if we should talk about this. CCPs, certified cutie patooties. That's pretty PG, isn't it? I suppose. I guess it's from from Hearts in Atlantis uh, with uh, Anton Yelkin, R.I.P. He says cutie patootie. Oh, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Yeah. Wait, what, how did you guys He's, start saying cutie patootie? Y- you, we, I thought you came up with certified oh, cutie patootie. maybe I did, but it was from Hearts CCPs. and Atlantis. It's so stupid. Yeah. Was she a CCP, a certified cutie patootie? That's so tame. That is so tame. Is that tame? I don't know. Tell us. Tell <laughs> Listeners, tell us, is that tame or is that awful that we said? I think it's kind of cute. <laughs> we don't say it anymore. No, we don't We're say it anymore. relationships. <laughs> Was she certified? Sir. I feel like that. Man, this is gross. Actually. How did we Maybe. get on this topic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I said certified somewhere. Uh, I said that this I was certified, certified dog 95. 95. Julian Donkey Boy is a certified cutie patootie. <laughs> yes, it's a... To CCP. Yeah, Anyways, thank you so much. Thank you, Euro. Um, thank you, Euro. Uh, if you want to become a, a patron of the fart, go to patreon.com slash farthousepod. You can become a sponsor of our little podcast that could. We're just chugging along. Help us out. Um, Patrick, Letterboxd Rundown. How, how was it? Was it pathetic? Uh, yeah, extremely pathetic. I watched half of Something Wild and fell asleep, and that's it. Have you ever seen that movie before? No, and I really enjoyed the first half. Oh. I just started watching it oh, too late. Oh, for shame. Shame. Yeah. For shame Have you seen it? on you. I love that Yeah, movie. it's great. I, I was enamored. That. And I thought for sure I was going to make it. I felt like I had pretty good energy going in. And it was just... it was. Isn't that how it is? Yeah. You're on top of the earth? Yeah. I felt pretty good. I was like, fall. I'm for sure going to get through this. Might even be able to start another one. 
and started watching it and fell asleep instantly. But um, mm. last week, uh, which at this point will be like, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, uh, in San Diego, and there was, was up to a lot showing Leah all the places in town. So The sights and sounds of the city? <laughs> the and, we went to Pizza Port, your fave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any garlic buddies? Sure did. Garlic buddy with cheese. And love we had that. some lovely IPAs, West Coast style. Right. Went to a Padre game. Crushable? It was great. Were they crushable? Oh, yeah. The IPAs? Quaffin and crushing. Absolutely. I love that. Well, that's like life is cinema. You yeah. Know, that <laughs> sounds very cinematic. <laughs> I'm going to give that answer every week. Okay. <laughs> what, did you, what did you get up uh, to? Another form of cinema is life itself. I watched one movie. I also did bad but oh wow you've been really busy yeah i've been really busy we watched a movie called dash cam which is a blumhouse horror movie and it is so this director did a movie last year which was like a desktop horror which is a genre that trish and i like Mm -hmm. uh and that was called host a movie that christian joined us absolutely hated and was appalled that i liked it but i liked (laughs) it and they made this new one about this it's also kind of a found footage movie but it's like this woman has a like uh what do you call it like a vlog where she like makes up songs in her car and she's incredibly annoying and in real life she is a right wing vlogger and she's like crazy and she's basically playing herself in this movie and she's not a sympathetic main character and I found it all very interesting and weird and Trisha didn't really like it but I so thought this it was- is it's it's like an actual it's a person playing a character loosely based on herself, basically. Yeah, but the thing that's odd about it is that it makes her seem like an absolute monster in this movie. Huh. Like, and her her beliefs monstrous. So I don't quite understand what she got out of it. It's all very vexing. But I guess you know? maybe, I mean, a lot of the these like right-wing nut shops, I mean, they're just grifters. I mean, I don't know what percentage yeah. of them at least like in the media actually believe what they're saying. It's just, they're these cynical opportunists who are just trying to she, cash in. Yeah. She, she is like so irritating and you like are not with her at all. And like, I just don't understand how she could actually be that person in real life, <laughs> but she was, I don't know. It's, it's kind of interesting and weird. Yeah. That is weird. Uh, but I found it a interesting film. Okay. Was so, it at least entertaining or at least? Yeah. I found it entertaining. Okay. It's crazy. That's something. Very violent. Oh, I like violent. Well, not in real life. I know. You, I, I like it in movies. Well, it sounded like you wanted to commit some violence against that. Against that police cop. I know. Like, I have harboring all sorts of secret revenge fantasies against that well, police officer. Keep them deep. I still deep, am deep really down. hoping for Push very bad down. things to happen to him. Okay. Yeah. Well, how would you know, though? You know, unless you committed them yourself. So. All right, Patrick. Let's move on to the movie. Okay, so like I said, this is Fart House. We watch the artsiest, fartsiest film so that you can pretend that you did, which is why we're talking about one that I feel like people have seen images of but may have never seen. It's called mm-hmm. Fantastic Planet. Can you say it in French? I love your French accent. I think it was like Le Planète <laughs> Sauvage. I don't know. Sauvage. Savage. Which bringing Which us like back to... Uh, oh, no, I think we talked about... <laughs> I think we talked about Johnny Depp in our intro to the Pierre LeFou episode. Is that right? Or we did, talk about yes. Yeah. Uh, do, you like, do you like the Johnny Depp Dior Savage commercials? Have you seen these? No. You've never seen I, the Johnny Depp Dior Savage No, commercial? I haven't. It's the cheesiest motherfucking bullshit you've ever seen. It's awful. Oh, I'm sure. It, all it's those, so uh, All those perfume commercials are bad. Yeah. 
Uh, but anyways, we're going to be talking about this movie. But Patrick, do you own it? And have you seen it before? No, and no. And I almost did a blind buy of it a few months ago because it was a good price on Amazon and didn't end up getting it. Um, uh, so it's a, it's a no and a no for me, dog. No, 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 for me, dog. Uh, I was a little worried going in. I was like, it says this is an experimental film. Am I? And I know it was only an hour and 17 minutes, but I was worried I was going to be hitting, like, going to sleepy time during this movie mm-hmm. a little bit. I was a little bit concerned about that, too. Wait, yours was an hour and 17. Mine was an hour and 12. Uh, maybe it was an hour and 12. Oh, okay. I don't know. God, you're so... Well, no, I don't. I want to make sure I didn't watch stuff. the wrong wrong one. Remember, we watched the wrong Doom Generation. It was disaster. It wasn't the <laughs> it wasn't the the wrong one. It was just the wrong one. The one that Luce say you were so mad. You're like, we did it. We fucked up. We did the wrong one. I wasn't mad. And I felt I like you were blaming bummed. me. Yeah, you're mad. <laughs> you're mad. Uh, Patrick, I'd never seen this either. Okay. Uh, uh, that's all. It reminded me of. Have you ever seen the Yellow Submarine? I have not seen but Yellow Submarine. It reminded me of that. Kind okay. Of. When was the, the do you remember the first meanies? time you mm-hmm. heard of Fantastic Planet? Or remember seeing mm-hmm. the sort of mm-hmm. it, it has no. a, I mean it's iconic to I think cinephiles, but the the imagery um of this film I think is fairly familiar, right? Like you had been familiar yeah. with like the imagery of this, right? I don't think I even was quite aware that it was a movie until recently. I thought it was kind of like I don't know, it's like one of some of those images that just sort of pop up like I was like, is this like an old MTV, th- like you know, infomercial or something? I wasn't even sure of what it is, but I'd seen those blue aliens before. But yeah, yeah I wasn't even totally aware that it was a movie. I think until recently, I would say. I'm trying to remember the first. I think I've known it's a movie for a few years, but at least five or six years. But even that's kind of pathetic in a way. Like I feel like I should have known it's a movie for much longer than that. But I feel like I vaguely remember seeing like a trailer for it or clips of it before mm. like. A screening at like Cinefamily or New Beverly, yes. you know how they kind of like splice weird shit together. I, I feel like it was in like yes. that sort of context. I feel like that's where I saw it too, something like that. Cinefamily yeah. and the New Beverly are theaters, or Cinefamily was a theater in Los Angeles, and the New Bev is owned by Quentin Tarantino. The New Beverly was like the center of film fandom in Los Angeles before all these horrific sexual assault allegations came out against the like founder and a lot of the leaders. Well, that was of at Cine Family, not New Bev. Yeah, that was at Cine Family. Yeah. Sorry for but yeah, at Cine Family, that is what and then it shut down after that. And I, and I feel like there's a hole in Los Angeles film world that has not been filled, to be yeah. honest. What took uh, over Cine Family? It's called something, right? It's It's called something else, but it's not the same. It's not the same, yeah. Cine Family, they really did, it's such a shame that they completely fucked that up by being such assholes because they really did carve not out Not even assholes really, like monsters. Yeah, monsters. Say, like, and they really did it's such a shame because they carved out such a cool space for for film yeah. nerds in LA and a very unique space because there's a lot of places for film nerddom in LA, but this one was very special. Yes. So, and I will say I didn't love going there because it was such a like community and like there was like like, it was very clicky and Mm -hmm. you would be watching movies and like the click would just like these people would just be there every night and not watch the movies and they'd be like chatting and partying in the back and I couldn't watch my Bellatar film, you know? Also, it was like... uh... I, I really did like it overall, but like the the standard seats were pretty uncomfortable, and then you could Very. get a couch for a little bit more money, but those were kind of gross, and so it was, it was like, gross. Yeah, it was kinda, f- we're kind of like talking ourselves out of it, but it, it was good programming, and they had some it was, cool events. But it had I, its I mean, I I showed a film there, Patrick. 
I know, Pi Fidelity. Pi Fidelity. Yep. That was a fun night. Sold out the theater. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, all right, Patrick, I'm going to do a brief synopsis of the movie. And you know what? I got a few messages saying it also irritates me when Patrick interrupts you during the synopsis. So <laughs> we, put that on Wait, did you get app, additional messages aside from Morgatronicles telling us in person? Yes, who, I did. Who else messaged you? I, I cannot. You must share put them on identity. blast right now. I can't. No, I don't, I'm not blasting them. I'm holding them up. I'm protecting them. Okay. But you Away are you. sincere when you say other people complained about this. I am dead serious. Okay. And if, was it Trisha or someone else? It was somebody else. Okay. Interesting. I am going to make it my life's mission to find out who said this. His name starts with Ain O'Mayan. <laughs> or I should say it rhymes with Ain O'Mayan. <laughs> Can you guess who that is? Uh, does his nickname rhyme with Franiac? <laughs> yes, it does. Huh. I think I, I might know who that is. My brother Shane. <laughs> he'll be here. He's like, I've me. been wanting to tell you I completely agree. <laughs> well, he's found a kindred spirit in my sister-in-law, Morgatronicles. She also I think, does not like it. I think there's... A, I should just a walk out are... of the room for like 90 seconds from when you start doing this. <laughs> People are fearful. It literally takes 30 seconds for me to do the synopsis. Okay, you can't right. help yourself. All right. Tell me when, tell me when you're going to go and I'm going to shut up. Okay. Here we go. Starting now. In the distant future on the planet Egam, I think that's how you say it, giant blue humanoid aliens called Drogs rule the planet. This is animated, by the way. Uh, they have brought humans, which are called Ohms in this movie, back to their planet, and they're treated kind of as pets or vermin or worse. And our one domesticated ohm named Tear escapes from his master and joins a group of wild ohms out in the wilderness. And after stealing an educational headband, that's how people like learn lessons in this futuristic world. They put this headband on and it teaches them lessons. And these little ohms become educated and they learn to fight back. They end up destroying a breeding ground of the drugs. But will this force the two warring factions to live in peace? Who knows? Patrick, I'm down. Come back. Wake up. All right, here I am. I'm back. Okay. Uh, Patrick, now I wanted to get to this immediately. Okay. The humans in this are very little. (laughs) Very tiny. Some of them are dudes. (laughs) Are these little dudes? (laughs) They may be little dudes. It's hard to know without doing a comprehensive, uh, without doing comprehensive genetic testing. But Mm -hmm. the evidence that we do have suggests they're little dudes. I, I would say they are little dudes. And but these these are in this movie, they are actual humans that were like kind of captured by or like brought back to this planet by yeah. these giant One drugs, thing that I thought was drags. one thing that kind of um I thought was funny slash interesting was like I found so this is based on a novel. Did you mention that? Did not. Is this is based on a novel, and and, and I'm not sure if the, how what the descriptions are of the Dregs versus the Ohms, the Ohms being the human types and the Dregs the being dudes. the massive blue people. Um, I was kind of shocked at how small the the Ohms were, the human characters, because yes. they the um, the Dregs like to domesticate the Ohms, and can you imagine like just so folks understand. An ohm in the context of this movie, or a human, is 
can fit a full, like a full adult ohm can fit in the palm of the hand of one of these. They are <laughs> very little. They're kind of as little as I imagine the little dude to be frankly. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, Tom Thumb. It's yeah. teeny tiny. It's, it's like super tiny. An inch tall. Like, like what is the smallest? Like two inches tall. What? Like no one would have a pet. Th- it's like having a pet cricket. Yeah, exactly. Like what is the smallest domesticated animal you can think of? Like a hamster or a mouse? How disturbed? Yeah, I guess so. But those those are bigger than right. the Right, those are bigger. And I guess maybe like a lizard. Even that's bigger. I think that's bigger. Yeah, they were too tiny. They were so And I was so very preoccupied tiny. with... They, did you notice how many fun outfits the domesticated ohms had? <laughs> oh, so many fun outfits. Did you and want some of those? I could think about was how intricate it must have been to tailor and fabricate these outfits. <laughs> I know. They have like like uh, goofy like clown shoes and jester hats and big old <laughs> fluffy pants. And they have these like little houses and stuff. And yeah, it was insane. They were so yeah, tiny. What did they, call it? they called it the Omari. It's like is like their little uh, terrarium. It's the Omari. So, would you like to be one of these? In my review on Letterboxd, I said I want to be a little, a little ohm. That seems fun. You like, would like to be big, an ohm? Yeah, I'd like to live in it. Yeah, with a drag taking care of me. Would you be me. okay being alone, or would you prefer to have another ohm with you, like a Trisha ohm? I'd, I'd want to have another. I'd want to have Trisha with okay. me. Um, but I think we'd be happy. But okay, they, so let's I just, say it would be so easy to cr- like. They're too tiny. Like, They're too like tiny. just by picking them up, I would be like, "Whoops! I smushed your head in between yeah. my." Which <laughs> and this like, is this is crazy. spoilery, but I mean, this movie's been out. When it's did this fine. come out? Seventy three. You know what, Manuel? Didn't you feel like Manuel took us to task about spoilers? He was. He did, so which is mad funny because us. it's not our fault. We're just trying to be good stewards of content. I. But you know what? He he empowered me. I'm gonna anything older than five years. I'm spoiling. Okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm doing it. I don't disagree. That's my rule now. Okay, so you remember so when all away. the ohms are kind of scattering off and they're like they're doing a deomification. The dregs are doing yes. a deomification, getting rid of all the wild ohms. And uh-huh. uh, so there's so there's domesticated ohms, which you put on the fun outfits. These are the ones that are like the pets of the dregs. And then there's yeah. the wild one, which are considered like vermin out in the wilderness. Go on. Right. What do you think is most analogous to this probably cats right because there's not as many wild yeah. dogs as there are like feral cats or rats i also was thinking about like yeah maybe rats, rats because people don't like hate feral cats the way the dregs hate wild humans wild ohms e- in this movie yeah i i would say it's more close to a rat because mm-hmm. people do have pet rats but there's like more wild rats that people want to like kill right. you know out in the world but i guess too when you get down to what the movie's actually talking about i think it's more about i don't know if it's about i don't know if would you say it's about like i think race relations is an element there and like colonialism and imperialism are kind of aspects of it too um, i also think it's animal rights do you think animal rights is the primary thing that it's concerned with i feel like it's race relations uh, I don't know if there's a definitive answer, and real- it really doesn't matter. But what what was top of mind for you? I I think they're equal in this movie. I don't know, just the whole pet thing, like I don't know that they, they were treating them like not uh, like like literally like a pet hamster. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I think you could make know. a compelling argument for either, and I don't know if there's a definitive thing, and you could yeah. kind of interpret it very cleanly were you for gonna both. S- were you going to say something about the deomification? Process? Oh, yeah, because this was the spoiler that we were going to talk about, because we were talking about the size of the ohms. And do you remember, they, they kind of escape into this other realm, and uh, there's these two <laughs> dregs just, like, walking along, and they see the ohms on the ground, and they start stomping on them and yes. trying to get rid of them. And then the ohms that aren't getting stomped on, like, project these sort of, like... Uh, Grappling, grappling hook? hooks onto the drag and pull him down to the ground and kill him. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what kind of ingenuity these kind of creatures have or what kind of, you know, tools they have. No one that, no creature that tiny is pulling down an entire human or entire drag. I think they needed more. If there were like 10,000 ohms, they could kill one. Drag, yeah, I think because I but, think in um in Gulliver's Travels, the Lilliputians. Yes. I'm pretty sure there were more Lilliputians than Ohms that took down Gulliver. But it was like twelve little Ohms, like <laughs> yeah. took them down, like, like six like, grappling oh. hooks. <laughs> yeah, six grappling hooks. He brings to the ground the size ground, of a they... fucking thumbnail. <laughs> also, when he was dead, it looked like he just had a few cuts on him. It wasn't like he was like brutally murdered. It yeah, like he, he was like eviscerated. The... Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. I enjoyed watching this movie. I found it very visually pleasing, and mm-hmm. I was kind of laughing at the way the little ohms would run with their butts yeah. stuck out. Did you think that was fun? <laughs> Rand was hilarious. I was running around the living room showing Trisha my ohm. Wait, running, did you really? She, did you reenact Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, that's perfect. Did she watch it with you? Yes, she did. I liked, it was more narratively, I mean, we talked about this a little bit at the top, how we were kind of apprehensive about diving into it because we thought it would be a little bit more inscrutable, but it was more narratively coherent than I expected. Oh, yeah. Like, it's actually a very straightforward movie. This would be a great movie to have on at a bar, though. Oh, this is like the ideal bar party movie. It's, It's perfect. There's just, it's visually, it's so bizarre and compelling and distinctive. There's nothing else like it. I did have fear, though, because it was like, this is French. It's 70s. I don't know. I was just like, is, this, is there going to be some weird stuff in here? But there wasn't. I thought there would be more sex in it. And there really wasn't any. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't particularly like ribald, like like the um, Monty Python uh, sketches when they do yeah. the like Terry Gilliam's animation sequences are much yeah. more like overtly and graphically sexual than than this is this was relatively tame in fact it was kind of devoid of sexuality and romance for the most yeah, part it was i thought that little tear was gonna have like a girlfriend and in some ways he did but they never like kissed or no they kissed they, they kiss briefly yeah there's they kiss at one moment but it's it's very brief and it's like it's easy to forget because it wasn't very significant i just remember like waiting for anything between the two of them to happen yeah so uh, did you speaking of Terry Gilliam? Did you read that article about Sarah Pauly and Terry Gilliam? No. Wait. When did this come out? Recently, because I think she has a oh. book coming out soon that says something about it. Because she was in uh, what is that? The Adventures of Baron Munchausen or whatever. You know that one? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I'm reading this now. So she was like, I was like, 
she said in that movie, she said she had a lot of like trauma from making that movie because there were like explosions and stunts that were like totally out of control and exploded right next to her. And like Eric Idle was like, it was terrifying. Like, and Terry Gilliam was just kind of like laughing and like, whoa, that was crazy. And then she talked about it like in her book and he was like, I don't remember it that way is what basically Terry Gilliam said. So yeah, I'm reading this, this now and this is like Terry Gilliam has been kind of slowly degrading his legacy over the past like I know five to ten years and this is just another nail in his coffin like I'm reading this now and this is just he's just one of those classic boomers who's like cancel culture yeah don't censor like rants and raves about that shit and his 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 Monty Python compatriot John Cleese is like just as bad I know Oh, this is annoying. I'm not. I'm not terribly surprised, but this is this is fucking annoying. Well, I'm sorry God. that Sarah Polly had. A, I love Sarah Polly. I think she's extremely talented. Me too. I think she's wonderful. But I think part of the reason she stopped acting was because of her trauma from this movie. <sighs> so I don't know. Just did you see up. the Dawn of the Dead remake? Love the Dawn of the Dead remake. Me Zach too. Snyder's best film. I agree. Trisha loves that movie. It's very, very good. And if anyone is skeptical and they haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. If you have seen it and you don't like it, I'm curious why. I mean, obviously the original is fantastic, but I think I think the remake does its does its own thing enough to distinguish itself. I think I'd rather rewatch the remake. There, I said it. There's some. There's. I think the remake is more compelling. More compelling. There's some weird. What did you say? Textured. Yeah. Interesting. There's more characters. Mm. There's just like, like, I feel like there's like the central conflict in Dawn of the Dead, the original, where it's like these two guys, and I think there's a woman. But there's more people in the remake, I feel like. There's a lot of people in the original Dawn of the Dead, too. Is there? Yeah. I mean, they it kind of gets distilled down to a handful by the end. I just felt like the the Mackay Pfeiffer storyline was crazy Mm. in the remake. I don't remember that being in the original. I'd like to watch that again. I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. I remember I saw it mm, at um, it's good. Uh, AMC Fashion Valley. So I'd like to see that again in San Diego. Fashion Valley. Fashion Valley, yeah. <laughs> Back to Fantastic Planet, Patrick. We went on a tear there. We sure um, did. Uh, yes. What else? Do, do you have anything else for this movie? I don't know um, if I have... Well, I wanted to ask you. Yes. Did, would you... Liked, would you prefer to be an ohm or a drag? It's a great question. Uh, I'd probably want to be a drag. They're huge. Mm-hmm. And that's fun. I've never been tall, so that would be kind of a neat feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you know, the thing I thought was neat was that, like, one week in drag time was, like, a year mm-hmm. of ohm time. Yes. They were on different timelines. I thought that was kind of cool. And I think that and, particular tidbit is lends credence that this is also can be very much construed as a allegory for animal rights because it's mm. sort of like oh yes in relation to human years and dog years. And yeah, and they can meditate and flo- float around in little balls. That seems pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So do you, you meditate, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Have Calm you ever had an experience like this while you're meditating? Where I fl- floated a, in a little ball above my apartment? <laughs> yeah. Whee! 
Can't say that I have. Uh, but uh, I'm open to the experience. It'd be pretty cool, I yeah, think. Yeah, it'd be great. I'd love something um, like that. What about you? Would you rather be an ohm or a drag? I would rather be a drag. I think anyone being would rather be an ohm is lying to themselves. The one part in the movie that was vexing mm, was me. when the ohms discovered the breeding ground of the drags. Did oh, you find why didn't that you odd? like that? I didn't say I didn't like it. I just thought it was oh. vexing. Basically, well, they take a... Forgive me for being confused. <laughs> uh, confusing. Uh, they go to this wild planet, which is like one of their moons, and there's all these statues, and then the floating little balls that we referred to land on the heads of the statues, and then they do dances together, and that's how they meet. Yeah, it's like their their meditation is actually a sort of mating ritual. Why did you find that vexing? I thought that was kind of cool. I thought it was cool. I was just confused by it. Oh, oh, oh. Gotcha, gotcha. I was vexed. (laughs) Isn't vexed, like, irritated? I thought it was more like, I don't understand what's going on. Let's find out. Let me look it up right now. Make someone feel annoyed, frustrated, or worried, especially with trivial matters. Yeah, you're right, Patrick. You're right again. You're always right. I'm not always right. I've been wrong quite a bit. That big old brain of yours. Yes, Did you see apparently right, you were... there's a show called Vexed from 2010? <laughs> I didn't see that. There are only nine that. episodes on BBC Two. So mm, doesn't sound like that one made it very far. <laughs> um, did you like the animation style? I did. I like the animation style a lot. That was really cool. Sometimes like old animation is like creepy and weird, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't yeah, feel that with so. this one. I felt kind of comforted. I think uh, one giant eye mentioned uh, famous patron of the farts with uh, execution privileges uh, mentioned that uh, he put it on at a friend's house, I think, and they had little kids ah. and this was screening. And I think, and one giant eye correct us if we're wrong on this, cause I don't want to uh, defame your character. Um, yes. But I think he put it on at a party and or like a small get together and kids were there and uh, his friends were a little bit disturbed by this being the movie of choice. And so I thought about it while I was watching it. It was like, we associate animation with kids a lot, or I associate animation with like kind of a children's medium a lot. And so I was thinking about this and I was watching it. It's definitely more geared towards adults, this movie. But yeah. Do you th- would you put this on for your child? Would you put this on for a kid or no? Mm, I think, I don't know. There is a lot of like nude nude little ohms running around so if well, that's fine nudity is fine it's like they're not uh, fucking. my children yeah that's true i don't know mm. i could see why a parent would be like casey's gonna raise a fleet of never nudes <laughs> i could stop it <laughs> i could see why i'm just saying i could see why a parent would be a little disturbed like what are you what is this like because you don't know if there is going to be fucking because there is sort of like an insinuation that there is you well, know yeah so. wouldn't you want to screen every like i am famously like a carte blanche person when it comes to showing my kids movies however I would want to screen almost anything before showing it to my kids. So mm. you would screen this before, presumably for yourself. I don't know. I don't know how that goes. I'm not oh. a parent. And uh, yeah, that's going to be a, Just you know, my parents, my, my parents were famously very strict with, yeah, mine were very strict not too. much, but with movies. And if it was PG 13, I couldn't see it if I was not 13. Same. My parents are very strict with that. Were they in lockstep on that? Or is there, like, did one parent care more than the other one? 
Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure where the the call was coming from. Uh, I suspect it was more my mom, but I don't want to say I can't. I won't blame her. You know, I can't mm-hmm. lay the blame at her feet yeah. for that. Uh, so, and who knows? Maybe you would have been a completely unhinged character had you been exposed to shit earlier. That was the one thing holding me in line was the fact <laughs> that I wasn't allowed to see R-rated movies. Yeah, um, imagine if you saw. <laughs> If you saw uh, the game at age six, oh, you'd be done. Would have been, I would have been a bona fide uh, serial killer. I think probably by this time. <laughs> oh, Patrick, it's time to move on to the farty test, my bro. Is it really? Are we already at farty test time? Wow, we're already cool. at farty test time. Can you believe it? All right. This is the test used to determine the fartiness of a movie, which is our scale that gauges how impenetrable, unapproachable, and generally artsy-fartsy a movie is. We continually add and subtract from this list. It's a living document, much like the Constitution, but oh, far more important. Uh, Patrick, were there any disorienting editing choices? I feel like there were. This one's a tricky one because, you know, in animation you can kind of explore... I mean, you can do this in live action, too, with all sorts of different tools, but... I feel like there's so many, there's so much interesting imagery that's unlike anything else you've seen. It's it's easy to conflate it with, you know, strange editing choices. But I don't know if there necessarily were, from like an editing perspective. But maybe. Can you draw at all? No, not at all. I am very envious of your ability to draw. I'm not that good of a drawer. You're pretty good. You really are. Wow, you're sweet. Did yeah. you ever try to take drawing, a drawing class of any kind? No, I never tried it. I never took a class. I think because I fe- it felt like some people were innately good, and I felt like there was no point in wasting my time on something that I was probably never going to be good at, which is not a great Can- line of thinking, but that's what yeah. it was. Can I show you a drawing I did of Jesse Plemons? <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. Why did you draw Hold Jesse on. Plemons? I don't know. He's he's got an interesting head. <laughs> yeah, he's got a weirdo on head. The Discord. Uh, I'll post it if you think it's good. All right, I'm holding it. Hey, up. by the way, did you see? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like him, right? I mean, <laughs> it looks like if Jesse Plemons fucked Ronald Reagan. I think it's a kind of a mutant version of jesse plemons yeah it looks like if if jesse plemons had been at the bottom of the silver lake reservoir for a month (laughs) (laughs) and came up (laughs) pretty cool huh (laughs) when did you drop i don't know like a week ago how long did that take uh 15 minutes what were you doing? Were you just sit- where were you? Like, I have so many questions about what I was at you. my computer. Okay. I think I was waiting for something to render on my computer. <laughs> Did you like that? I had a, I had a, if I gave that to you as a gift, would you like that? To be honest, I you're probably would. Asshole. I like that. To be honest, I probably would frame that. I'm not kidding. Oh, you're so sweet. I yeah. kind of was going after what is it? Uh, the guy who did our uh, podcast art. I was Joe kind Frentel? of influenced. Yeah. I love Joe Frontel. It's kind of inspired by his look. I have so, so much Joe of... Frontel art. It's it's crazy. He's the best. He's my favorite. I love that. Uh, very good. Patrick, was there any inappropriately long gazing in this movie? Yes, I would say so. Because here's my why I say yes. Because 
when they would cut to reaction shots, it wasn't an animated still. It was literally like a picture of, mm. it was like a <laughs> photograph of a picture, you know? Yeah. It was particularly funny when the, the Dregs had sort of this uh, sort of very democratic society where there were these sort of like elders or these masters who would kind of uh, discuss how what they were going to do with the ohms in a very transparent way. And then all these other Dregs, I don't know if they were elected representatives or just citizens but it would cut to them while the masters or the elders were, were discussing yeah, it was kind the, of a the own problem they're sort of <laughs> yeah, surrounding like them yeah. yeah it was like a theater in the <laughs> just zero change in their expressions or zero movement and the camera would just kind of pan yeah <laughs> i thought it was kind of cool yeah I, who has I guess time for that, to it, animate it, fits, that. it fits yeah uh cool is there suicide? I don't think so. No one was killing themselves. In no, this no one is purposely killing themselves. No, sacrificing themselves. You know what? I will say though that uh, I applaud the drag drag society because only one drag was killed by the ohms, and they're like, okay, we need to just make peace with them. We don't need any more dead drags. You know what I mean? Sadly, it made me think about gun control, and I was like, how many people have died before we can like do anything? You know? Well, and it's it did. Like, there was the situation where when they got to that, that satellite planet and they started yeah. shooting the sculptures with their lasers, it seemed to have some sort of disorienting effect on the drags. It wasn't yeah, clear if it killed them. Yeah, but did they die? That was... <laughs> Wasn't clear. I think or they just interrupted li- their fucking, and so they're the very upset. The fucking pods were interrupted, and they said that is enough. <laughs> we must make. I. Why wouldn't they want to make peace? Like I said, these. I cannot. We cannot. Uh. Uh. You know. I can't say enough how tiny these ohms were. They're so they were so small. tiny. Yeah. So why wouldn't you just be like, oh, give them like a rock somewhere? You I know, know, because it's like, maybe it's like. I mean, would you want to make peace? Like, let's say cockroaches started coming. Would you want to make peace with cockroaches? If cockroaches could speak and think like humans, yes, I would. But I don't know if they knew that ohms could speak and think like humans. Yes, they could because they were speaking to it. You remember? They were having conversations. The the drag who had terror. Yeah, but I I don't know if that was a widely held understanding. This movie is essentially an, like every episode of Star Trek. Like that happens <laughs> really? so much in Star Trek where they're like, well, we can't consider these people human. They don't have thought. And then it's like, oh, they do. They're like speaking to us. <laughs> that and happens like, in multiple episodes of Star yes, Trek. Yes, it happens all the time. It's like, oh, but that's a robot. Oh, but that's like a weird looking alien. We can't think of that that's as a human. Really oh, it's a like it happens all the time. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. One of the best episodes ever is when Data, the robot... Goes on trial. He's on trial because they're trying to decide if he's human. Is this next generation? Yeah. And it's great. It's powerful stuff. I'm looking up data in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. This is the guy I remember the most from my youth. He's so strange looking. Very strange. Brent Spiner. What's weird is like you look at him and he looks like a human, but he also just looks so fucking weird. He's an android. Oh, he's an android? Yeah. Hmm. He's a robot. Brent Spiner. Huh. Okay. There we go. He also played the doctor in Independence Day. You remember the crazy haired one that gets killed in the first in the in Independence Day? Remember Vaguely, that? Vaguely, I'm gonna look it up now. It was scary. It's a scary scene. They spoke through him. Yes! Oh, I absolutely remember this. This is Brent Spiner? Yeah. So it's the same guy. Same dude. He's a genius. Yeah, this, guy, this guy scared the shit out of me in Independence that Day. That was a scary scene. Yeah. Scary. 
Were scene. you scared of Mars Attacks when you saw it as a kid? Yes, very much. Me too. It I was scared very me. Scared of Mars Attacks. As a child, and still to this day, things that scare me are when they're like the ridiculous meets the horrific. And that mm-hmm. movie is kind of that. And Mars Attacks really scared me. You know what scene really scared me? The what? sexy lady scene with oh, Martin Short. Oh, that one is absolutely terrifying. Mars Attacks and, is actually a pretty scary movie. I'd, when was the last time you saw it? Uh, about a year ago. I've watched oh, it some of how was it still? Because I haven't seen it since I was probably 10 or 11. I did not find it scary this okay. time, but I, thought, <laughs> I found it fun. I liked it a lot. I would um, like to watch it again. Also, the scene where they start attacking at the beginning and like Jack Black gets disintegrated, that really scared me too. I found this whole thing very scary. Would Mars Attacks be a good recalibration episode or a main yeah. feed episode if we did it? Not a main feed, no. Well, it's Tim Burton. No, 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 no. Okay, this okay. one, it doesn't count. All right, all right. It's very, it had like so many fan, it, no, 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 no. Okay. But can I do the alien impression real quick? Yeah, yeah. Act, 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 act. That's what they do. <laughs> I remember that scared the hell out of me. Remember when they killed Jack Nicholson as the president? Yes. That yes. scared me so much. Oh. It was funny. Okay, I remember we watched this about a year ago because I held a, a pandemic screening for my old work, Max Fun. And it was really fun. We did like a Zoom screening of it. It was great. It was a blast. And uh, Stacy Molsky, one of the people I love so much that worked at Max Fun, still works there. And she did this Photoshop, this really shitty Photoshop of uh, Mars Attacks Alien on the cartoon Kathy's head and it said ack you know how Kathy says that and I was like this is like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life I thought that was so good that reminds me someone on Twitter today put out a Garfield cartoon with um who's Garfield's owner John John and his John speech bubbles with no Garfield and it's, yeah, that's a very famous Tumblr account. Oh, it is? Okay. And it's like yeah, it's Garfield shockingly without Garfield. nihilistic. It's like the yeah, most it's weird. depressing thing ever. Yeah, that's like a famous Tumblr. Oh. Garfield without Garfield. Dang, I'm yeah, behind. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, all right. Does someone masturbate? Is there a penis in this movie? I think there's some little ohm penises Yeah, there's little around. there's little ohm penises, and then there's um the statue penises. Yes. The humanoid statue penises. But yeah, there's little ohm penises. No masturbation, though. No masturbation. Uh, no tiny little O masturbation. Are there topics, images, or behaviors that go beyond what would be considered acceptable in a mainstream film? I think slightly. Like, the animation style, I could see why One Giant Eye's friends were disturbed and curious why he was showing this to children. Uh, and it's a lot of, like, fantastical creatures that aren't cute. They're kind of disturbing yeah. looking. Like all the, Like, everything that is outside of the realm of the humanoid is pretty creepy looking it's yeah. not like a sort of like disney movie where everything is like recognizable or maybe unrecognizable but cute and inoffensive yeah. or non-threatening this everything yeah. in this looks a little scary yeah i agree i agree uh it would be a good halloween costume not one i would ever do but i would think that would be funny to be a drag are you and trisha for sure doing saul and caprice or is that still tbd no, I don't think Trisha actually wants to do that. Oh. Okay. But I wanted to. I thought it was fun. Yeah. But, she posted uh, on the Discord that y'all were going to do it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, so she gets I to like, wear a beautiful binding. dress, and I get to be like a hooded monster. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's fine. With a candy bar. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. Uh, can Peanut start watching this movie after 8 p.m. without falling asleep? Peanut? 
I watched it late in the afternoon because I was very compressed for time. So, you would maybe fall asleep though. You, I time. could see someone falling asleep because it's um, it's not, it's not. I wouldn't call it a boring movie, but it's um, slow. Meditative. It's a little slow, and it's kind of, it's got an interesting rhythm to it, and um, not a whole lot happens. Yeah, yeah. Is there an inordinate amount of milling about so much so this could be retitled the 2013 comedy We're the Millers? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. I'd say there's there is. Yeah. There's some funny running. Yeah. The butts <laughs> sticking out. There's Ohm's kind of dragging shit across the land and then yeah. Ohm's well, going you know, under various be- nooks and crannies. The beginning of the movie is a mother running with a baby and you don't know that there's these giant dregs around and then she like runs up a hill and a giant drag figure drag finger pushes her down the hill mm-hmm. and then she tries to she keeps trying to run up the same hill over and over again and trisha yeah. was like all right like <laughs> stop running up that hill it did you know? seem like it went on for quite a while this that makes me there's a question i want to ask you do you kill bugs yes uh where do you draw the line i don't kill bees you don't kill bees okay i kill and then every if a, i assume if a rat or a mouse was in your apartment you'd set traps right yeah, okay. we had a mice problem in Koreatown. Oh, you did? Yikes. Yeah. But I suppose, but if you were out and about, like let's say you're on a walk. Okay. Would you go out of your way to kill a cockroach or would you just let it scuttle off? No, I'd let it scuttle off. Same. I'm in their domain then. Yeah, and so that's why I found it a little strange that they were, I mean, I guess they were kids, but I still found it kind of strange that the, the kid dregs were so antagonistic towards the ohms at the very beginning. That didn't surprise me. Kids are sadistic. Kids are Little sadistic. Fuckers. Yeah. They're scary. I mean, kids will uh, flush like reptiles down toilets. Yeah. It's not a good scene, man. No. I would say 12-year-old boys are the worst creatures on the planet. Outside of uh, MAGA chuds, yeah. Outside of MAGA chuds. Yeah. And there are some 12-year-old there MAGA chuds. Some 12-year-old MAGA chuds, yeah. <laughs> oh, Patrick, I'm taking a left turn right here. Get ready. We're okay. taking a left turn. All right. Have you been watching Stranger Things? Yes, I have. What do you think of this new season? Have you watched all of it? No, I'm through season, I'm through episode four. How much have you watched? I've watched all of the first, you know, there, there's more coming out in July. Did you know that? Oh, I thought it was four and four. I thought it was May and June. Roughly how many have you watched? I think, aren't there like seven? I think there's how- seven or eight. Well, I've watched like eight of them. Oh, then. okay. So you're way ahead of me. Um, I've watched. Yeah, but four. there there are some that have not been released yet oh, that I have okay. not seen. Oh, that's pretty- there's more to come in July. I guess for uh, this we have to be careful with spoilers, right? I'll be careful. It's not. Yeah, but that's not. Uh, it's within five years. So, um, I just want to say, I just wanted to ask about the character of Eddie. Okay. What do you think of Eddie? He's fine. I hate the character <gasps> of Argyle. I hate Argyle. I Eddie is a revelation to me. I mean, Eddie's fine. I don't dislike like Eddie. I mean, maybe he. I think I haven't seen necessarily enough of Eddie because Eddie's been mostly absent for episodes three and four. Kind of. Have they played Dungeons and Dragons yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I love the first or second episode. Yeah, he's great in that scene. Yeah, I liked Eddie a lot. He just kind of the the most recent episode we watched. It was kind of all about Max. Okay, it's very Max centered episode, and I like Max a lot, but um. Eddie have just was you not featured. have what do you think of this season so far? Do you like Stranger Things overall? 
I like it overall. I don't think it's good, though. I... Ooh, don't let Luce hear you say that. Oh, does Luce really like it? She loves it. I like it. I just... It's it's like a mess. It's like an absolute... There's no coherent vision for the show. There's none. I think this season is one of the best. That's my opinion. I think season one was the best. Season... Three was second best. Season two is the worst. And season four is too early to tell. Mm, I think I like season three. I think it goes one, four, three, two. Two is the worst in my opinion. I think I maybe by the end, I think I like, I'm enjoying myself with four. Like I find myself wanting to keep watching it, which says a lot. Yes. But I'm just like, it's, it, it's like feel, and I don't know, this shouldn't bother me as much as it does. I feel like it's caught in this weird limbo where it went from being this kind of like E.T. poltergeist type show to like kind of leaning into harder horror elements. And I feel yeah. like it's like caught in this limbo where it doesn't know how it's supposed to operate. I thought I thought this one leaned more into horror. That's my opinion. Oh, for sure. But I don't think, uh, but I feel like it's not leaning enough into it. It should have leaned harder. You just want it. more violence. God, you're such a violence freak. <laughs> Uh, you know who I think should not, I know what you said about Winona. I'm not going to get to that, but I do think that storyline is bad mm-hmm. and shouldn't be even in the show. No, it's awful. It's an awful storyline. Mm-hmm. And I like, what's that actor's name from love? Brett Gelman. Yeah. He's really funny, but the care and his character is funny enough, but it's just like, it's so like, it's so 2d cardboard. The, yeah, those two together. It it's kind of a joke. And yeah, I we think don't need David Harper's a very good actor. I really don't like the adults. The adults are far and away the weakest part of Stranger Things. I agree. Things. The adults, they should be like peanuts. Yeah. Not even included. Yeah. That's my opinion. Okay, anyways, back to this movie we're talking about, Fantastic Planet. This isn't Stranger Things podcast. Uh, poster titillation level. Hi, hi, hi. Hi. I would love to have this poster. Me too. And there's, there's, I mean, which, which one are you, are you thinking of the Criterion cover or any specific one? I'm not really thinking of any specific one, but whatever it is, I think it'll be beautiful. Yeah, I'm thinking of the French release poster. Like, any poster you could pull up a Fantastic Planet, and it's probably going to look absolutely... Yeah, Ooh, I which... love these little blue dudes. I have a question for you. We didn't really discuss We didn't discuss this at all, but why do you think they made the editorial or translation decision to make it be Fantastic Planet instead of The Wild Planet? Good question. I don't know. Fan- maybe... maybe... It like wild has more of a fantastic, um, you know, connotation in mm-hmm. French. Maybe fantastic is actually more of a closer translation. Mm. Like, you know, yeah. Also, I think the book is not called the Fantastic Planet. What's the book called? I don't remember. But there was a lot of like choice. I know there was like some. Oh, it's Ohms and Siri. Ohms linked together is the... yeah. Interesting. And I know they were throwing around the idea of being like, well, should it be called the planet Egom, which is the planet they're on most of the time, but they thought Fantastic Planet would be better, yeah. which I agree, I guess. Yeah, I like that better than Planet Egom. Yeah. Patrick, what's your score for this? Uh, 8.4. Oh, man. I was going to say 8. Okay. We're, we're, so we'll meet in the middle, 8.2? Yeah, that sounds okay. good. Sounds good. Uh, Yeah. It's a little odd. It's a little slow, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it too. watching it. I liked it. it. I liked it more than I thought I would. And it was more, um, not that there's anything wrong with an incoherent narrative, but it was more straightforward than I expected, which made I it think, a little bit easier to engage with. 
I love movies that are a hundred an hour twenty minutes and less. Oh, when I saw the runtime, I was like, yes. You were licking your fingers. I was so excited. It was great. It was over. In a, it was over pretty quickly. I didn't feel like it dragged too much, even though it was slightly slower paced. I wasn't like waiting for it to end. Like it was still. It kept me interested the entire time. I love it. I love it. Patrick, what movie are we doing next week? I don't think we've decided, have we? No, but may I pick one? Yeah, go for it. I want to do... This is a movie that just came to the Criterion Collection. Okay. In May. Okay. It's called Chan is Missing. It's a San Francisco uh, indie film from the early 1980s by the filmmaker Wayne Wang. And it's like a slacker type movie. And it seems cool. And I want to watch it. Have you seen it? No. Look it up now. Yeah, this sounds great. Chan is missing. Cool. So we're going to do Chan is missing. Wayne Wang. Love it. Do you like that? Love it. It's on the Criterion. Love. Oh, I'll read. Did you I'll read see, a little. Did you peep that running time, bro? What is it? 76 minutes. Ooh, Oof. fuck. That wasn't even planned, bro. <laughs> you know I love that. <laughs> Just a sweet, you know that gif, tight 76. That gif of Antonio Banderas like laughing in his chair and like <laughs> leaning back. That's exactly what we're doing right now. Cool. Yeah, this sounds great. Chan is missing. Let's do it. I'm excited to watch this. It was recommended to me a while ago and it's been kind of. Do you remember who recommended it? Yes, I do. It was the uh, comedian Andrew T who hosts the podcast Yo, Is This Racist? Have you ever heard of that podcast? Mm-mm. No. Very popular. Excellent. He's very funny. Cool. I'll check uh, it out. So, yeah. Going to check that out. Sounds good. Thank you for the suggestion. All right, everybody. That's our show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Farthouse Pod. Instagram, Farthouse Pod. Patrick on Twitter is at Patrick R. Mellon. Letterboxd at PR Mellon. I'm Casey Lee O'Brien on all services. Become a patron of the Farts. Go to patreon.com slash Farthouse Pod. You know what our... Uh, Recalibration episode that came out a few weeks ago was Patrick. Armageddon. Armageddon. Yep. And we're about to record that right after this. I bet it's going to be great because I got a lot of hot takes on this. <laughs> I'm very, very, very excited to talk to you about this. I And it's I weird hope- because we're talking about this as we're about to talk about it, but it's already been released. Time- Temporality is an illusion, Casey. I've been saying this for years. Patrick, yeah. I don't want to give away. I don't. I want to get into. Ah, I'll save it. Yeah, I want, yeah, I want just, to be going let's fresh. Just put a pin in it I want right to go now. Fresh. Oh, Patrick, what are you going to do in the few minutes in between recordings? Are you um, poop? putter about. Um, miss me. Miss you. Check Twitter. Mistake. Uh, do a few dishes. Gather up some dirty clothes to bring to Leah's to do some laundry, and that's about this it. Is a, we're not going to be breaking that much. I mean, you don't have that much time. To oh, how long stuff. are we breaking? Are we doing five or ten? Let's do five. I, let's, I'm good with five, yeah. So then, let's yeah, I'll, I'm just going to check Twitter and wash a dish or two. Okay. Make it one dish. <laughs> oh. I'm assigning you one <laughs> dish. Just do one dish. <laughs> All right. That is our show. We are the... Oh, you know what? Leave us a five-star review, people. Come on, tell your friends, tell your mom to write us a five-star review. It really helps the show. Uh, but that's us. We are the Cinephile Cuties signing off. Bye. Patas. 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 Patas.